1: this is sports overnight america with your host jeff rich
3: hello everyone good evening and welcome in it is sports overnight america here on the sports byline broadcast network my name is jeff rich i'm coming to you from phoenix arizona uh to my left here i've got jen rich jen how are you doing this evening
4: good good
3: Big news in Major League Baseball, but a little bit of a somber note to uh, get us going this evening. Yeah, a little bit. So uh, hip-hop superstars, celebrity chef of sorts, uh, celebrity athlete, which you know ties it into the sports show. Uh, Coolio gone at uh, 59. We'll get into it later in the show. I'll uh, we'll put that one on the back burner for the right now because from somewhere else in the country, we've got Shane Koenig joining us. Shane, how are you doing? i'm doing well uh, breaking news that isn't the best news but you know um
5: julio was uh, definitely a part of my uh, musical upbringing so it's sad to hear that but everybody um goes uh moves on so uh, we'll talk about him later but tough way to start off the show
3: yeah uh julio, anything but a one-hit wonder i think that there's uh you know, there's two or three songs that, uh, you know, everybody would know it's Coolio if they heard them. You know, as long as they were you know part of the generation that is old enough to take that on. Uh, we were talking about the band that I referred to as the uh, as the one hit wonders. Uh, I think Jen looked it up on Wikipedia and it wasn't much of a Wikipedia entry. <laughs> the uh, what it, what it, it was. It, Deep blue Deep, something. Deep blue. Southern. Yeah, you got it right in front of you. Deep blue what?
4: Deep blue something.
3: Shane, do you want to help me out on this? Um, that is the name of the band, the Deep Blue Something, and as you can tell, they obviously were uh, a big part of musical history. If you were to start a Deep Blue Something cover band, what would you call it?
5: Uh, the, uh, the the shallow red everything's.
4: Purple monkey dishwashers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got the Deep Blue Nothings. Uh, and speaking of nothing, we've got a whole lot of uh, you know content to discuss. Here on the show. We're gonna talk baseball, basketball, football, and whatever else crawls into the grain. You have Shane's with us, Jen Rich is by my side, I'm Jeff Rich. This is Sports Overnight America on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And we'll be right back.
2: Phone wants to know: Are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what: You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's forty dollars unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with eight gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover on America's largest, most dependable network. Now with five G, get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. Five G compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. If you want to start the semester strong, Staples has you covered. A gaming chair for my dorm. I mean, a desk chair for studying. Staples has you covered. A better way to organize my stuff instead of using milk crates. A desk lamp to help me pull all-nighters? Staples has you covered with remote workspace solutions. And now get 25% off desks, filing and storage solutions, lighting and decor with the purchase of any chair. Explore solutions for your remote workspace at Staples, the working and learning store. Ends nine twenty four in-store only.
4: This report is sponsored by Amazon. School is almost in session, and Amazon is making it easy to check off the final items on back-to-school shopping lists. From essentials like pencils, folders, and lunchboxes, to electronics like laptops and headphones, to room decor and picture-day-ready attire, Amazon's back-to-school and off-to-college shopping guides are a one-stop destination for all last-minute needs. Amazon offers parents, students, and teachers vast selection, low prices, and fast, free delivery on eligible items for Prime members. Additionally, through Amazon's Your Supply List, parents can conveniently find and seamlessly shop for their child's classroom-specific lists, as requested by their teacher. College students can also sign up for Prime Student to enjoy the same shopping, savings, and entertainment benefits of Prime for only $7.49, along with access to exclusive perks for college life, including 24-7 tutoring with Course Hero. Visit Amazon.com slash Back to School and Amazon.com slash Off to College now to finish checking off your school shopping list.
1: You're listening to Sports Overnight America with Jeff Rich.
4: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sports Overnight America. Jen Rich with you from Phoenix. Jeff Rich is here with me. Shane Hanick is dialed in from somewhere in the Rocky Mountain area. When you are not listening to us live, make sure you get us on the social medias at Jeff Rich Talks. And oops, my bad, Shane doesn't actually have one. And at A Girl of Many Hats. And at very last, don't forget the Sports Byline Network at Sports Byline USA this is the part of the evening where i very happily happily relinquish the speaking to jeff and shane because he's with us tonight on headlines and stuff that happened today discuss
3: see i don't know if jen uh, is too specific about where where shane is like i, I would have believed he could be anywhere in the world right now talking to me pretty much anywhere but salt lake city utah uh, Shane, uh, we'll uh, jump. We'll jump off with that point. Uh, definitely a rebuilding time for the Utah Jazz, but a lot of assets in hand. Uh, how are you going to motivate yourself to watch your worldly favorite uh, Utah Jazz uh, as the NBA <sighs> begins here in a few weeks? Um, I think that I'll just. Ch-
5: it's not a hard task for me as a sports fan to cheer for a team that is terrible after being a Rockies fan since their inception and a Royals fan since I've been a a kid, even though the Royals have put a World Series uh, title on the board uh, twice since I've been alive. Um, But they uh, historically are not very good. Um, So it's not difficult for me to be like, I still like this team and they're really bad. Um, The entertainment value will be based on seeing young players that they might have in their plans, like a Colin Sexton and and some of their draft picks. Um, I'd be lying to you if I won't uh, adventure over into an Oklahoma City Thunder game. I think they're going to be a very interesting and fun team that is also trying to be really bad. Um, So my best friend is a Spurs fan, and so we're joking that there is a a race for Victor uh, Wabanaya, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Um, And the joke in Utah is, We traded away a seven-foot-two Frenchman that's a defensive stopper for a seven-foot-two Frenchman that's an offensive weapon, and hopefully we'll get the first pick in the draft to get him. So I kind of have to keep that in mind as they're bad, but Danny Ainge has done this before, and it has come with many trips to the NBA playoffs with rebuilding and recently an NBA finals trip. So um, we're keeping that in mind and and trying to uh, build on those same type of results It is very interesting to me that they trade a Royce O'Neal to the Brooklyn Nets for a first round pick, but uh, Bogdanovich gets traded for their third string point guard and a scrub player and no picks. So I don't know exactly how their valuation of their own players is going, but it seems a little skewed. Um, But that's how I do it is thinking about the future and what draft picks will
3: hopefully become be becoming uh, very shortly. You mentioned the Jazz and the Spurs almost in the same breath. Uh, You know, a lot of unloading. Uh, I got to give it to them for not trying to squeeze something in, you know, at the end of the Popovich window here. But um, I have to believe that what they're doing is the right thing. How would you sell this rebuild to Spurs fans? Well, I think that
5: when Popovich was going through the, you know, Tony Parker, even the Kawhi Leonard era, and then they had Murray, that there was this thought that Popovich was going to give one last run and and then turn it over to a rebuild. But I think Popovich sticking around for a rebuild really shows the Spurs fans that this is something serious, that they are putting their best uh, coaching forward, and they're having uh, going to be rebuilding on, under the same people that rebuilt when they got Tim Duncan. I think that when you have some of the talent and size and length of that is coming out in the NBA draft in the next two years. Uh, They could be building around a very good um, base. And I think that's what the jazz are looking at as well. Um, But when, when a Deontay Murray says that he wanted to stay in San Antonio, what would only go to Atlanta and then what Atlanta offers for that pick or for that player um, is going to be, it's something that's very difficult to turn down. I think that's what the Utah jazz saw is they're like, yeah, well, we we're looking to trade Rudy Gobert, and the the uh, Timberwolves put out the offer, and I feel like they ran to the phone to the NBA office to make sure that that trade went through as quickly as possible. I felt like San Antonio kind of felt the same way about Murray. Um, and uh, I think that they're also trying to tank. I mean, Popovich says, I wouldn't bet on us to win an NBA title, and there's not many times that you would think that he would say something like that in previous press conferences. Um, but he's the type of coach that can build around that and build around really good players that are willing to put the effort forth and develop. And I think that
3: um, that's an exciting thing for San Antonio Spurs fans. We are talking to Shane Koenig, our guest sport correspondent, our, our Jack of all trades correspondent here and uh unlike the bigger networks uh we've talked a lot about the bottom of the association here jen uh and i talked about i put your spurs in there on purpose even though shane alluded to them uh the bulls kind of feels like gloom and doom like the uh the first ball to enter the league uh (laughs) is not uh is not going to be part of their future. It, it kind of sounds like his career is essentially over unless he re- completely reinvents his game.
4: Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really surprised.
3: Uh, you, you're, you're not really surprised? <laughs>
4: I'm not surprised no. Shame.
3: So many years of being uh,
5: so spoiled with the, the maybe the best basketball player ever and so many runs to the title. It's like, huh eh, I guess this is kind of the, uh, the, next, uh, the next part of it. This is what happens. And, yeah. But I really feel like Lonzo Ball... Um, was a part of their future, I still think you could have someone that can fill that role and have them still be a playoff team. Zach Levine is who you're building around. Um, You got off a Laurie Marketing, which now the Jazz have, um, and they um, have made some strong moves to build a, a young, strong nucleus around Zach Levine. Um, I think, honestly, if, if Lonzo Ball was isn't the answer and you need a point guard, I call the Utah Jazz. They might take Lonzo Ball's contract off if you can split it, and they'll take that hit um, for a year. Um, they'll take a draft pick along with it, but Mike Conley is available, and he is a solid point guard that can work with a young team that has athleticism to switch him off on the defensive end. Um, I think they still have a chance to make some moves and have a serviceable point guard that could put them probably... Six, seven in the East. Um, Zach Levine always improves every year. He's always developing a skill, and you're putting literally your money and your future in his hands, and I don't think that's necessarily the worst thing in the world.
3: All right. Uh, you mentioned marking in. I believe that you were pretty content with the return on the Donovan-Mitchell trade. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about where Mitchell ended up. Uh, yeah, he's going to be playing with – Kevin Love and Jared Allen and Evan Mobley and Darius Garland there. Karis Levert is there. Uh, There's been some rumors. and I don't know how substantial they are about the Cavaliers having interest in Jay Crowder, who has no interest in coming off the bench for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Is is that a viable move for the Cavaliers? Does, Does that really... Uh, help them or should they go into their bench or look elsewhere for a, a, you know, a six man starting caliber, not, not a starting caliber three, but a solid, you know, off the bench kind of, kind of player.
5: I think if Jay Crowder really feels like he's a starter and he feels like that's going to be having the starter title is what's going to make him impactful at this point in his career. I don't think that's the way that a team sees him. Now. I think that if, I honestly think that Karis Levert is a high-volume, uh, poor... I don't want to say poor teammate. He's just a volume shooter, that, a.k.a. he doesn't shoot very well from outside. And of all of the things that the Cavaliers feel like they need right now, they need scores, they need shooters, they're built around three very good athletes um, that are not shooters, and they need that movement around them. Now, if you want to say that hey, we trade away, we, we keep Karis LeVert and we put him as a, as a volume shooter off the bench and then we get, put Jay Crowder to be a starter, I think that's a viable solution. I think it gives them a shooter that is also a average, above-average defensive player that can switch off to uh, a four when, it, when you go small. But um, I don't know if it's the solution that's going to put them over the top. I think that the, the Cavaliers are going to be capped out at, in fourth or fifth seed. I think that a lot of people value Donovan because they, they see his points. But when hey, Shane, the shot clock's ticking down here, buddy. All right. Uh, it's a good move. Jay Crowder. Good move. Uh, I just here
3: Shane Kanan keeps uh, talking. I'm Jeff Fritz. This is Sports <laughs> Overnight America. We'll be right back.
0: Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now.
1: You're listening to Sports Overnight America with Jeff
3: Rich. All right, everybody. Welcome back. It is Sports Overnight America. Shane Koenig and Jen Rich have joined the festivities this evening. I am Jeff Rich and got a lot of basketball in almost too much basketball (laughs) for the show. Uh, Shane, we're going to have to resume and probably rebrand our podcast at some point so that we can have those conversations to the length that uh, they merit. But, uh, you know, in the live radio game, we got to stay within our boundaries here. So I don't like going there. You notice I didn't talk about the Nets, the Celtics or the Mm -hmm. Lakers in that, uh, you know, in in that opening segment or in that first segment there. Uh, And that was definitely by design. I I appreciate it and like it. I think there's a lot of interesting
5: and fun stories in the NBA without having to deal with the, the drama that everybody else talks about on every other show.
3: No, I I will say that I think that, uh, and I've said this uh, on the program before, because this isn't breaking news, that the Celtics and the Suns uh, have an interesting season ahead of them because there are non-basketball things that uh, very much affect uh, their organizations on the whole, and they're two very good organizations. Actually, it's the the last two runners-up in the NBA Finals. Yeah, it'll be an interesting
5: idea, especially with, I think an uh, interesting twist is the Boston Celtics, if they had any idea that this was going to happen, probably wouldn't have allowed Will Hardy to interview with the Utah Jazz, and then they Hardy ends up getting hired by the Jazz, and he was the number one assistant. So they're moving down their rankings into the young coaches that are kind of in the mold that uh, Brad Stevens was looking for to build around um, so it's an interesting little, almost like second step down, and uh, and the players seem to trust the the staff that's in place, and um, maybe they'll hire another veteran assistant to kind of come in and and help them all out. But uh, and maybe even and the more interesting step is suspension had to do with some type of legal thing. They couldn't didn't want to fire him. They wanted to do a full investigation, suspend him for a year, but so he didn't have any type of Recourse before they um, do eventually, I think they're going to move on from him. I think they're going to uh, find somebody else that doesn't come with the baggage and and say, thanks for the the amazing trip to the finals. And we found someone else that can do this job. So we'll see how that moves forward to what type when it happens and what type of drama that brings to their season as well.
3: Look, I'm not here to repeat any rumors, so uh, I won't relay what, you know, the, the details that I've heard behind mm-hmm. the scene because, because they are, you know, relatively unsubstantiated. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will say that I'll take the fact that everybody kind of just, uh, you know, wants to be quiet about this and wants yep. it to go away. And uh, I'm led to believe that. Uh, You know, there's some definite fire behind the uh, smoke signals uh, that we've seen with them, and then, and then of course Sarver. uh, You know, they may, and when I say they, I mean the public, the the players, uh, a lot of uh, folks involved with the association, and probably Adam Silver himself. You know, made the influence that Robert Sarver continuing to own the Suns and the Mercury was going to be an untenable future. I
5: think that both
3: the Celtics and the
5: Suns made decisions or not even the Suns, but the NBA made decisions that were like, here's the decision that we made fully knowing there was going to be something else that happened with the Celtics. It was, or with the Suns, it was players understanding what was happening, reading the report that came out and saying, we don't support this guy even more into the pockets of Robert Sarver a lot of the corporate sponsors said, we are not moving forward from there. It felt like a lot of people, Well, this doesn't seem like a long enough suspension. It doesn't seem like a big enough fine. Well, he's going to have to move on from the team. That He's going to pocket a lot of money doing it, but he's no longer going to be the owner and no longer going to be able to uh, be a part of an organization and influence the players under him. I think the Celtics made the decision, and a lot of people were like, well, Sarver got a year. How come uh, this coach that did something like this is getting the year that doesn't seem fair? When you hear the press conference, they did a full investigation. It seemed like it was a prolonged investigation. And like you said, everybody involved, including the dismissed coach, have kind of just left it there. Hey, we're good with this. Let's move on. And so both of those reactions of what seemed like it might be too severe on one end and not as severe on the other have played out. And everybody kind of seems a little more happy with it. And the final result, one in the public view and one with, hey, they actually did a full investigation. They didn't seem to react hastily. It didn't take a year um, to figure out what was going on when a league does their investigation. And the Celtics got kind of the bottom of the matter a little bit faster than other people that people probably thought. Um, and it, it, those two reactions seem to have kind of leveled off in the public opinion, not been as, as uh, visceral as I think a lot of people expected.
3: I don't know if you're filibustering the baseball segment, but uh, I appreciate <laughs> your uh, thorough answers. Uh, once again, we've got Shane Koenig on the line with us uh, this evening. Uh, he joins us every week. And, you know, we could throw just about anything at you. And I, I think that you and I share the joy of being able to make a mockery of, you know, the aforementioned uh, bigger outlets uh, out there and the way that they cover things. But I reluctantly have to. Cover coastal stuff. You know, like like the the major networks uh, reluctantly cover the flyovers when uh, those flyover states are Texas and Wisconsin during football season than anywhere they they can golf during basketball season. But I d- I do have a Yankee tidbit. I think that it's uh, definitely worthy of mention here on the program, especially if we're going to talk about cool, you know the life of Coolio as well. That. <laughs> Aaron Judge has tied the had tied the 61 year old record of Roger Maris uh, yeah. single season American League home run record. So uh, definitely a little bit of a golf clap for that. I don't know how that's going to translate to the microphone, but uh, yeah, here we Hooray. are. So uh, Yankees, if if they don't win a World Series. Uh, you know, triple crown and single season home run record, especially given that the National League guys uh, have shattered it for 20 plus years now. Uh, But I, you know, those are going to be footnotes in the Yankees once again, not winning a world series if they fail to win it or uh, to even get there this season. But uh, let's get to some other things. We only have a few minutes left here in the segment. Uh, The St. Louis Cardinals clinched the, National League Central Division, and I was talking to Jen about it last night. Uh, Yankees v. Cardinals seems to be a fairy tale matchup, even when you have another Subway Series and a Dodgers-Yankees series possibility on the table. Uh, I, I think that Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina, and to a lesser degree, Wainwright, um, you know, they they kind of. Merit of bigger attention in this yeah. their final season,
5: I think that um more baseball purists would like love i you go to a a St Louis Cardinals game and it's baseball there you walk around the stadium there's no like go against a major league pitcher, there's no batting cages, it's about baseball and that that city loves the cardinals um those three players having some type of role. In a run to the World Series would be the fairy tale, them meeting um, in in the World Series against the Yankees. The person that set um, a a new single season American League record, depending on who you talk to, it's the record now um, because of the tainted numbers previously. Versus the guy that hit six or joined the seven hundred club and is also still so contributing, and the three players that are going to be walking away. It would be a pretty cool story. I, I would definitely pay attention to that. I love playoff baseball, and that would bring me to the to the television just as much as anything else, if not
3: more. After
5: living in St. Louis and seeing them play, it's a pretty cool atmosphere.
3: Uh, my greatest desire is not having the Houston Astros involved with the World <laughs> Series. I I, I I know it's been five years at this point. Uh, you know, it's it's been five years since they hoisted the trophy that. I'm gonna just uh, flat out say that uh, they didn't uh, earn fairly. And i I think that they got a big reprieve that the investigation broke as uh, spring training was going on in twenty twenty. They had a very abbreviated time before. The season was shut down, and then they got to play a whole 60 game season. And, you know, I, I'm not emphasizing the 60 games, but they played that entire season without fans, and that year still goes by, whether they play 60 or 162. Yeah. So, you know, we're, uh, you know, a couple of years removed from the news by the time they're playing in front of angry fans. And, you know, the purists have good memories, but uh, I think that a lot of the initial outrage had probably settled down by the time uh, they were going in. Into Dodger Stadium and Yankee Stadium.
5: I think the reason that you don't want to see them in the in the World Series is that if you went and asked the players that were around five years ago, they would still say, you know, we earned it. We we earned it fair and square. We won. We did, and they would be very like proud of where they are this year. And you just want them to be like, yeah. I mean, we we thought it was okay. Was it against the rules? Evidently, it was. But we did it and And that feels like it'd bring more respect to it, but they're they're propping up that idea that that year was completely legit, that it killed the franchise. And here they are, they're a, a comeback story, and you're like, that's not the truth. And that's that's where it becomes frustrating. and And I agree. I, I don't need to hear that story tainting a, a World Series run by another team that
3: would be uh, more entertaining and much more interesting. Most desired uh, World Series matchup for me personally, most desired World Series result is the Cleveland Guardians hoisting the trophy uh, when it's all said and done. But, uh, you know, realistically, the World Series that I think that I would best stomach is something involving probably the Padres from the National League side and not the Astros, and then next up, not the uh, not the Yankees. I mean, that opens the door for the likes of Toronto, Tampa, Cleveland, Seattle. So I, I think baseball is more fun if you mix it up a little bit. Uh, let's give a shout-out to the troops listening on the American Forces Network. Jen Rich is here with me in Phoenix. Shane at Keening is elsewhere. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and we'll be right back.
2: If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign.
6: Oh, posters
2: for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign. So print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com slash thisisyoursign for details.
8: How do you make the most of your land? Shaw does it behind the wheel of a John Deere 1025R compact tractor. And he can do just about anything because... I will make the earth take the shape that I want it to take. But the Hubbard's use their 1025R because... We really are trying to
4: create this homestead.
8: There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deal. Get a one-series tractor for just $124 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll-free 855-633-2315.
7: This special report is sponsored by Coca-Cola. Summer is here, and Burger King will help you beat the heat all season long with the newest frozen Fanta flavor. What is it, you ask? Well, the mystery has finally been solved. The newest frozen Fanta flavor is strawberry shortcake its color may be electric green but this cool drink is packed with juicy refreshing strawberry flavor easy for grab and go adventures frozen what the fanta strawberry shortcake is your sidekick to summer whether you're headed to the park the beach the pool or just trying to stay cool stop in or hit up the drive-thru at burger king and try the chilling thrilling frozen what the fanta strawberry shortcake for just one dollar plus tax it's no mystery that your refreshment is guaranteed so go ahead. Quench your thirst with a frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. Only at Burger King. Have it your way. Not valid in Alaska or Hawaii. This special report was brought to you by Coca-Cola. Progressive presents Don't Do It Yourself. Okay, simple enough, just gotta get in there with my screwdriver. Do you mind handing me my screwdriver?
2: Are you trying to say screwdriver?
7: Well, I mean, you're saying it weird, but yeah, sure.
2: Look, maybe we should bundle our home and auto with Progressive. We could save big and pay someone to install this for us so you don't have to pretend you can.
7: (laughs) I
0: know my way around a screwdriver. Oh yeah, this is gonna take a Philippe's head for sure safe when bundling home and auto with progressive and use the money to you know not do it yourself coverage from progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and third-party insurers bundle discount not available in all states or situations
4: let's be real mopping is a hassle you have to fill the bucket pushing a wet heavy mop around then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria a hassle on top of a hassle try swiffer wet jets With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet, the faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors.
1: Now back to Sports Overnight America with Jeff Rich.
3: All right, everybody, welcome back. Sports Overnight America, last segment, last long segment of the hour Uh, We've got Shane Koenig uh, joining us from, he's just joining us remotely, I'll just put it that way, and Jen Rich is right here in studio, uh, keeping us laughing during the breaks, and uh, you know, if we had a webcam in here, it'd really much much look like she's keeping an eye on the news feed and everything else, but uh, you want to tell us what's up on your screen right now, Jen?
4: Uh, Right now, up on my screen is about Coolio.
3: And Coolio uh you know did pass away on the twenty eighth of september it's uh it's sad, you know uh, I, I will give it to to him here, and I'm not uh you know trying to mock his death in any way, but uh he was twenty three now. he did live to see twenty four and uh, many years beyond uh, how old was he when uh you know when he took his last breath here uh fifty
4: nine cardiac cardiac arrest fifty
3: nine cardiac arrest. So a little young, a little younger than the, uh, you know, what the average lifespan is supposed to be. But uh, I would say that he, you know, kind of lived it to the fullest. Uh, I I don't recall for sure, but, uh, you know, I would think that he played like rock and jock softball or, you know, in the, you know, for the homeboys or the away boys in the uh, rock and jock (laughs) basketball game at at some point or an NBA celebrity game. I'm not reaching a
4: lot of running around on uh, celebrity chefs.
3: You know, he was a celebrity chef. He was uh, actually a, a, a pretty, you know, he was actually pretty good in the kitchen. Um, but, uh, you know, I think by far you'd have to say that uh, "Gangster's Paradise with the Dangerous Mind soundtrack was his mm-hmm. uh, was his top hit. But, you know, a lot of people would know Fantastic Voyage and, uh, you know, Shane, Shane, I'm testing your Coolio knowledge beyond Fantastic Voyage and uh, the one from Dangerous Minds. You got anything from the uh, Coolio catalog? I, I don't ha- those are the two that pop into
5: my mind but i you know you say i think he led a pretty good life even though his life ended uh younger than i probably had hoped for but when you say had two hits that are pretty popular like people even in this generation the younger generation probably would know those songs or have like heard of it and then you talk about rock and jock for uh, older generation but then also a celebrity cook. Man, your life has spanned a lot of different genres, areas. You've lived your life to the fullest when you're like hip-hop artist, rock and jock, celebrity cooking. You have spanned a lot of generations. A lot of people have seen you. So definitely a life to the fullest. By the way, I am looking at a bricklayers for rock and jock, um, multiple different uh, jerseys, and then also a uh, a boys jersey in the softball so you're absolutely right
3: right on right on that's uh that's cool and uh as far as that third song i don't know either shane i'll just say i'll see you when you get there Uh, So with that, let's uh, let's move on to some National Football League. And uh, there's been a little bit of a dark cloud over a lot of the uh, topics of conversation this evening. And, you know, we're not talking about necessarily the top echelon of the league. I I do suppose the Yankees uh, fit the mold there, but we avoided it in basketball. And uh, we'll turn right into the skid in the National Football League. A little bit, you know, granted. You know, kickers in the NFL, Uh, you love them one week, you hate them the next. And, um, but I don't think that the Kansas City Chiefs can put their loss at Indianapolis completely on the shoulders of the now unemployed uh, Matt Amendola. Uh, But there's been something off about the Chiefs this year. And, you know, part of it is that, you know, the talent is just uh, not there as much as it used to be when they got Patrick on the cheap.
5: Last year at the beginning of the season,
3: um, revamped
5: offensive line. Um, defense was still struggling to find its, uh, its you know grip and and what it was doing. And every single game they struggled. Um, for the first probably third of the season, I would text my friend and be like, This is terrible. He goes, It's okay, it'll work out, it'll work out. And then eventually, The offensive line started to gel. They started to get it together, figuring out the cover two and how that's working, which, by the way, is very similar to what the Bengals are doing right now. Joe Burrow's trying to figure out how to work within everybody going deep and doing cover two, um, and they started to figure that out and made a run in the playoffs. Um, It did end up probably earlier than they had hoped. I think the same thing is happening right now with their offense, but it has to do with the wide receivers and also a young defensive line mixed with some veterans that are brought in. And I think they'll figure it out. I don't think that. I think they will miss an explosive, over-the-top player. I don't think Valdez scantling is that guy, but they will figure it out, and they'll have a stronger running game, a short passing where they're going to eat up more clock. And I think that uh, both Mahomes and Biami will get on the same page, and they'll they'll be fine. I think that they're at a better place at this point in the season than they were last year, and last year ended pretty well.
3: Look, you don't have to go 17-0 and to win the Super Bowl in this exactly. league. But, uh, you, you know, you have to do win. Uh, you know, you do have to win quite a bit. Uh, but the Bills, uh, they suffer a loss as well last weekend. Uh, to what I think that we have to concede is a pretty good Dolphins team thus far mm-hmm. this season. Uh, but the and let's let's talk about the end of the game. Uh, you've caught, I assume, the Ken Dorsey mm-hmm. meltdown in the coaches' uh, <laughs> It it's a,
5: a meltdown. That's like, I've never done this before. Is this right type of look to it? Like, you know, he wanted to just like pull, I'm going to break this and I want to pull. It. And then he's just like, I'm going to, I don't know if this is right. I'm just, Oh, couple papers. And then like walked away. And it's like, people are like, well, he showed emotion. And I'm like, I've seen some other coaches that showed even more emotion and like broke stuff. It felt like he had it in his head that he's going to do something really over the top, and then you know crumpled some papers multiple times and stomped away. But when you have Josh Allen, you have an offense. You know that if you give them enough time, that should happen. He made a wonderful play. They couldn't stop the clock. They couldn't get back to snap it. I could understand that frustration a lot. I mean, the the Chiefs had a similar. End of the first half frustration, and that's what caused Mahomes and Biennium to have arguments. But, um, you know, I think that, like you said, that both the, the Bills and the Chiefs, you don't have to win every game, but I feel like you have to learn something to make yourself better. So we'll see how both of those teams react and whether or not they're growing
3: as the season is progressing or if they make the same mistakes and, and take steps back. All right, Shane, if you'll indulge me here, uh, the next 2 and one team in the American Football Conference that I want to discuss is the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Miles Garrett's status for Sunday up in the air after a pretty gruesome car accident. Uh, There's so many unknowns to that that I don't want to get too deep into that, but Jacoby Brissett through three weeks has kind of looked the part, and I don't really think that I'm being snide in any way to say that what I've seen from Jacoby Brissett feels like an upgrade from what they had with Baker Mayfield a year ago. I would agree. I think that he, Jacoby Brissett is not
5: making the bad decision. I mean, he did have an interception that did end a game, but it wasn't something that they were um, looking unstoppable and looking like they were going to win a game, and then all of a sudden, Jacoby Brissett makes an error that kills them. I think he was trying to force something in there that would have been unlikely anyway, and an interception happens. I believe that you know Baker Mayfield had a great first year as a rookie. I think the rest of the league started figuring out what his strengths and weaknesses are, and I think that Jacoby Brissett is not going to kill the Browns. He's going to keep them in many games. They've built that roster to support an average to above average quarterback. And that's what Jacoby Brissett is. And they can stay in it
3: and, and have some success this year if he continues to play that way. I like Mason fourth quarter Nick Chubb. Uh, I don't think that you need to be much of a quarterback. You just got to get them to the fourth quarter and Mm -hmm. uh you know they still scare me Uh, you know that that jets game is going to linger with me for a long time because that's same old browns kind of crap to to, you know to not get the onside kick to pretty much punish yourself for scoring a a touchdown that puts you up two possessions uh in the jets game uh they've just got to learn to finish they've got to learn to win and i think that though the steelers weren't a great opponent for them a week ago on thursday they were uh yeah their defense is is good with Alex Highsmith uh filling in for yeah. TJ Watt there so i thought that was a pretty good test for the browns now if they you know if they lay an egg against the falcons we're right back where we started but uh You know, this is another situation where I think that they're the better team, and I'm uncertain of uh, Cordell Patterson's, uh, you know, opportunity going into this game. You know, as far as uh, his knee goes, so um, you know, if you can't run up the middle on the Browns, you cannot beat the Cleveland Browns because they're pretty good on defense when they're not asleep at the wheel, which admittedly has happened a little too often.
5: I mean, you're and what you're saying is, is a recipe for uh, a good playoff team. Stop the run. Don't turn the ball over. Two strong running backs. Good tight end play. Um, Amari Cooper looks really good. So they have the, an opportunity to rely on some really strong athletes and really strong stars. Garrett will be back. The season's long enough for him to recover and play he might not even be out for this game. Um, so I, I think they have a lot of components that, again, don't have to be great Jacoby Brissett. Just be serviceable. Be a cheap
3: Jimmy Garoppolo. And and we'll see where we can go from there. All right, looking over to the NFC. Let's just talk about the future at the quarterback position. I don't think that we're talking about the playoffs for these teams this season. We'll start with the Chicago Bears. Uh, Justin Fields. uh, What is is this year three in the league for him right now? I it's year uh, yeah year three and multiple
5: changes above him, whether it be coach, GM, um, new decision makers. I think that it's going to be very difficult for them to tell whether or not he's the future, but I think that they're not going to wait. I think they're going to try to find a solution in an upcoming draft, especially if they do draft in the top, you know, three to five. And I think Justin Fields could have success somewhere else. I think he showed a lot in college that he could put on the field, um, but when you don't support him, it's going to be tough to to see where your future's at. Uh,
3: I'm kind of curious about you know how long. Uh, the Packers keep Jordan Love in their back pocket, and yeah. I really want to know if if the guy could play or not. You know, these guys coming out of the smaller schools, mm-hmm. the the Trey Lances, uh, you know, Carson Wentz is a bigger name, but you know, but out of North Dakota State, uh, I'm just curious if if some of these guys that uh, you did either didn't play a lot of college uh, football or just didn't get the exposure because of the school that they went to. I'm curious how they could compete at the NFL level. Of course, uh, you know, we got shut out on the opportunity to see Trey Lance in a full-time role this season. And uh, I would assume that still happens next season, regardless of what uh, Garoppolo does, because Kyle Shanahan hates him so much.
5: I I, I had heard someone say something here locally because they played the the Niners and they're saying, well, everybody thought where Jimmy Garoppolo came in that they were going to be better. But they've been practicing the whole season for the multifaceted aspect of Trey Lance and the athleticism. And now that Garoppolo's on the field, defenses are now like, oh, we don't have to worry about the quarterback running. We can now change this and say we need to only focus on intermediate passes and and limit what they're looking at as a defense. And I think that came to fruition this last week against the Broncos. I think that, again, Kyle Shanahan's like, I don't have – a full deck at the quarterback position that would allow me to punish teams in on a multiple, multiple front. They're gonna run the same formation, multiplicity off of that, having a running quarterback allows to add to that and Jimmy Garoppolo is in that.
3: I'm not sure that Nathaniel Hackett has anything special at the quarterback position either, but uh, I'll I'll, I'll reserve comment on that uh, until we get a slightly larger sample size of Russ there in Denver. All right, we got to throw it to a break. When we come back, we'll say thank you and goodbye. It's Sports Overnight America on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and we'll be right back.
8: Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration.
1: That's 800 391 8713. You're listening to Sports Overnight America with Jeff Rich.
3: Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying up with us. Reminder that we are live at 10 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Thursday, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Uh, We had Shane Koenig with us this hour, Jen Rich hanging out. I'm just. You know, kind of hanging out and letting Shane carry us uh, through the hour here. Uh, we talked about our dream matchups in Major League Baseball. You said, uh, you you have uh, you know an American <laughs> League team to go up against the uh, your Missouri team.
5: Yeah, I want I want the two biggest uh, markets. I want the Tampa Bay Rays and the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, I love Tampa Bay. I think they're what the Kansas City Royals should strive to be like in in growth and in um, building up their their um, minor league system. So I would love for them to get the props. I'm sure major league baseball just like censored that and blocked us out, but that would be a fun matchup. In my opinion, I, lo- I like rewarding the the little teams that do it right.
3: Hey, Jen, do you have a dream matchup uh, for major league baseball for, the, for the, you know what we realistically are looking at for the postseason?
4: I just don't want the Dodgers to be there,
3: but you're going to have to concede. that it's going to be like Cardinals, Mets. I mean, you know, maybe you get the Padres in, maybe it's the Phillies. I I don't think you want to see the Cardinals or the Brewers. All right. No,
4: I'd prefer not to see them either.
3: All right. And uh, again, (laughs) again, if I can get, uh, if I can get Cleveland across the finish line for the first time since 1948, that would just be groovy. Jen, do you have anything to add? Nah. All right. For Shane, for Jen, I'm Jeff Rich. This has been sports overnight America. Now stay tuned for more sports. coming your way next hour on the sports byline broadcast network.